Greetings, fellow Slingers, and welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 Podcast. Well, things have been moving at a fast clip here in the Rage Room. With the running of both campaigns, the scheduling, and all this editing, it's a wonder anything can get done around here. Oh wait, yeah, something else did get done. We are now on iHeartRadio, so check us out there, or on whatever podcast platform you're listening to the show on, and leave us a review. In fact, go do that right now. Pause the show, I'll wait right here for you, and go and subscribe and leave that review. Believe me, I wouldn't ask if it wasn't life or death. And while you have us paused, head on over to the Patreon at patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast and check out the tiers. No, not the crying tiers, the other kind of tiers. The levels, the levels, yo. The first one is only $2. Hell, we're damn near giving it away. But enough of that for now. Tonight, we find our mourners beset upon by things that had once been laid to rest. And afterwards, Talos and Ermin go in search of answers. So tighten up the chin strap and loosen up the sword as Roll the Hard 20 Podcast presents Carrion Crown, Episode 3, No Rest for the Restlands. So why'd they have to flip your gate? Because before the way the gate opened, it opened uh, inwards. Oh. So anybody coming in from outside the street can just whoop. Of course, I guess anybody coming in from outside the street can just pull the fucking gate. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Pull codes. Pull codes. Weird. No, you just pull it. Yeah. No, I'm saying Uh, pull. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Different pool. Yank codes. Oh, yeah. I, get, uh, I choose the key at a second level. Okay. Uh, that sucks. Oh, what, do get, what do you get at first level? Is that a monk thing? Do you, um, just, you just punch good with your fist? You get the yeah. shit kicked out of you at first level. That's what you get. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. As a bonus action, I can use an unarmed strike. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. You get two attacks at first, first level. level. That's pretty yeah, sweet. That's good, yeah. What is it, like 1d4? Plus, uh, yeah, it's like one d four. Is that yeah, like plus, a plus like an elbow or to the ducks face? Ducks or strength, I think you can like pick one an elbow strike. or a punch or something or punch. like that. Yeah, with your free hand. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Monk, right? Yeah. Now, when we get a little further into this, Eric, you're really gonna make some maps <laughs> because I'm not drawing out this fucking thing at the end of this book. No way. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's like a lot. So <laughs> break out your all your. What do you call that? Surveying equipment and shit. Cartography. <laughs> yeah. I'd yeah. 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 be a cartographer. Are we ready? Uh, For the I'm most ready, part, man. yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Everybody got their dice? Got them yes. out? Greetings, fellow slingers, and welcome back to Roll the Heart 20 podcast, the Carrion Crown episode. Tres. Three? Three. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with me are the hard slingers. Yeah. Woo. Carrion Crown. Yes. So when we last left off, you guys were hanging out at the Lormores residence. It was evening. You had just returned from town. Started to, you guys decided you guys were going to crash here for the evening rather than going to the outward inn like the doctor recommended. Mm-hmm. I had a question. Eric, where is the doctor from? Is he from Ravengrow? Um, 
Because you said that he, you were trying to minister to the professor. And I don't know if I was. it was ever made clear if you were actually a resident Are of Raven Grove. Are you from Ustalov? I am from Ustalov. Okay. Um, from one of the, I guess, like an outer town. Um, my, uh, my family were all craftsmen or artisans, and I never took up to any of that stuff very well. So that's why I still had the artisan background, but the trade I learned was uh, plague doctorism. So I am a member of the um, Alchemy slash Apothecary Guild. Oh, okay. Where do they operate out of? Or are they just a multi? They're in most big cities. I seek them out where I can find them. Uh, there was one in this town that that's, you know, <clears throat> kind of where I was able to show my credentials and help out the professor as least as I could. <laughs> So are you a, a well-known doctor, or have you been, like, run out of your practice, or do you practice underground? What does what the doctor do? No, I'm, I'm still pretty young, so I do have, you know, I'm recent-ish college graduate, pretty much, looking for my first full-time job, and the first major job I had was taking care of the professor. Okay, when, you, when he came to Ravengrove, right? Yes. Okay. Now, I don't know whether or not Kendra knows you yet. Or remembers you, or if he's you've ever been mentioned to her by the professor. Um, Are you I'm, familiar with his family, or has he kept that from you? Or I mostly know uh, just about the professor um, Kendra. I do recognize, and I was familiar with the home layout because uh, I was administering aid to the doctor in his final days. Uh, so now, is this a Kevorkian kind of final days, or did you expedite something that would have already happened anyways? Or, um, You know, <laughs> he just had too much bad blood, and I tried to let him as much as I could, but... How do you expedite fall, dying <laughs> under a rock? <laughs> well, it's possible he could have done that prior to uh, him yeah, yeah, yeah. doing his excursions, which is the way that I read into that. I see, I see. Like prior to him going out and actually getting killed out in the field, I believe that the doctor, got, like, the doctor already kind of had something had going some, on. Yeah, He had some bad nightmares and just general malice in life, and I just determined he had too much blood in him. <laughs> so I used my handy-dandy leeches <laughs> and incense... And he seemed to be doing okay. He got more effort, or uh, he got more uh, more energy. Went out exploring, and a rock happened to fall on him. Yes, it did. I feel so bad for <laughs> the doctor. Kinda, he was so—I mean, not the doctor, uh, Professor Lorimer. He was like so old, but even in his old age, he could only afford like a resident. <laughs> well, doctor, I just want to say that is an amazing backstory of you. Well worthy of a gold doubloon for the carrying crown. If I could get this thing out. It's mostly based off memes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, you're going to have to send that back then. (laughs) So not to get too deep into anything else right now, uh, because lumbering down your way, coming from the north where the town is at, you heard people screaming and yelling, run for your lives, run for your lives. As the entire group went outside the front of the residence, you noticed that there were several townspeople 
running away from what appeared to be these shambling figures that were not moving slow. They were moving at a good clip. Mm-hmm. A lot of them had skin falling off. Some some of them were just flat out skeletal. Some of them had weapons, and they continued to chase these denizens until they noticed you guys walking out the front of the Lowermore residence. In which case, they paused, turned towards your direction, and started moving towards you. So let's just start this off with a little initiative. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no? This <laughs> <laughs> is so depressed. <laughs> Talos. 11. Oust. 8. Doctor. 6. Herman. 4. Oh, my God. Oh. It's terrible. <laughs> you never want to see the DM go twice at the start of initiative. Okay. As you see these skeletons and these half-decaying bodies start moving towards you, they immediately cover the distance Fuck hell. towards you, Talos. Mm-hmm. The first skeleton attacks you. Ten? No. The lumbering zombie goes to hit you for a twelve. Twelve also misses. Okay, and then the third zombie attacks you as well. And that will miss also. From behind you, Kendra runs forward, and you see her raise her hand as this gout of liquid leaves her fingers. What's it because you see? Actually, it will hit. It hits one of them with this acid splash for five points of damage. Talos. Um, okay, so Talos will reach for his short sword and realize it's not there. And then he's going to pull out that uh, jump rope that he's, uh, he borrowed <laughs> from the children. <laughs> That's a nice way to put it. And try to use it as an improvised uh, whip. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to try to crack the whip on the <laughs> one right in front of me. Okay. Uh, nope. That's like eight to hit. Okay, that will miss. Now, which which one of the zombies were you going for? Or um, were you trying to get the skeleton in the back? The zo- uh, zombie directly in front of me. Okay. Oust. Oust being crowded in the hallway or the door entryway would actually like to get around Talos and move 15 feet south. Yeah, perfect. Okay. And um, as he does that, he will produce a flame from his palm of his hand and throw it at the most northern zombie or northern to him. Okay. So 17. 17 will strike him. And he will take you don't five points. Uh, no, no, I thought I had dex. Not to the Not to, not the to that. Okay, so it would be uh, three points of damage. Three points. And that was the same one that uh, Kendra had hit with her acid splash. You see this flame strike him right where this acid had spat and just splashed him right in the face. So it kind of just starts to illuminate, lighting up the night sky right in front of the porch here. The doctor from inside the house. Uh, from inside the house, standing bes- behind Ermin, 
Can I see any of the zombies? You can see them. You can see the upper portion of their chest. You figure they're about five feet lower, or probably about three feet lower than the the front of the house. So I'm going to cast Sacred Flame at the one that is in front of Talos. Okay. So he needs to make a deck saving throw. Fail. And that is for seven points of damage. Seven (laughs) points. Of radiant damage. Radiant damage. Okay. Ermin. I am going to move up uh, to the left of Talos, and I'm going to ready my... Are there? Yes. Okay. I'm going to take out my short sword and try to attack number two. Uh, Nine. Nine will miss. Nine. I'm sorry to say. Do you get your offhand? Oh, yeah. Can you, like, punch him in the face? Yeah, then I'm going to use my bonus action to do an unarmed strike. Nat 20. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah! Back it up. Oh. And we just learned that that's useful for this. <laughs> so it's max? Uh, it's max damage. Max damage. Max, 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 daddy. Max, max damage, but go ahead and roll again to back it up. So if you roll and you hit him again, which um, is... 14. 14 will hit. Yeah. yeah. So you do max damage and then roll a second damage. So, nine. Nine. So that's the total. That's, that's total. Total, yes. Oh, wow. Outstanding. So, nine. Oh, yeah. First crit of the Fisted. night. Yeah. 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 Fucking A. Bruce Lee and his three-inch punch ring. Ring <laughs> punch. So, the first zombie has got two people to attack. Actually, three people. He's got Talos, Ermin, or he could break away and attack. Oust. <laughs> <laughs> so one, two for Oust and going around. So he's going to attack Ermin. You see him raise up his fist and swing it towards you, and that will oh. hit. Yep. It's okay. You're the tankiest of us all. For six points of damage, oh, tank. Oh. I take it. I take that back. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> <laughs> the second one has two targets. Why am I up here? Would be Oust and Ermin again. One, two, three for Oust. Oh, shit. Oh, God. And that'll miss uh, 10? That'll miss. Okay. The skeleton's going to break away from the group and head towards you, Oust, as he swings this this rusted weapon at you. Oh, Oh, the natural 20. Hard 20. Tinnitus. Stop killing Oust. Okay, so it did not back up, though. So uh, nine points of damage. Nine points on you. Are you still up? I'm still up. Oh, thank God. Jeez. (laughs) Kendra sees what's going on. She starts to worry and doesn't know what to do. She moves forward. One, two, three for Oust. Four, five, six for Ermin. Ermin, you see her raise her hand. Oh, dude, how does murmur, this feel right now? <laughs> murmur a oh, few words, and you get four points of healing Ooh. as you feel this, this radiant energy enter your body. And just for a moment, you look back and you see her start to shake a little and kind of lean against the wall as though what she had done really expended something from her. Talos. How much psychic damage does Oust take? 
from seeing someone else get healed by Kendra. I know. I took like five five points of you psych got five damage. Points of I lip. thought we had something special, Kendra. <laughs> um, all right. So Talos was using this whip, but seeing Aus get fucked up, he's like, "All right, I I can't be bothered with this right now." Uh, he's gonna drop the whip and he's gonna send the Aus. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna point at the skeleton and cast uh, Ray of Frost. Ooh. Um, that is tw- uh, 17 to hit. 17 will hit. Oh, yeah. All right. He takes two points of cold damage and his movement is reduced by 10 feet. Okay. I don't think he's gonna go anywhere, though. Yeah, I don't think so. Oust. Now, this skeleton is right in your grill. You've lost a little bit of face in front of the woman that you want to procreate with. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to draw my scimitar and attack. And that will be 13. Get him, er, uh, 23 to hit. Well, that that was a huge spread. I know. know. It went from 13 (laughs) to 23. Holy fuck. What a roll. (laughs) Right? I need that die. Okay. Give me some damage. Six points of damage. Six points. As you chip at the side of his skull. You hear this, good job, good job, Alist. Make, <laughs> make it out alive, and maybe I'll heal you tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. The doctor. I am going to ready and cast Sacred some, Flame. Some leeches? <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be if I want to cast, what do I have? Uh, inflict wounds? <laughs> yes, if I want to inflict wounds or cast infestation. Is that what you've been doing to the professor all these days? <laughs> D6 damage? <laughs> he got better under my care, okay? He went out That's and adventured. That's totally subjective. I, I'd had to see the, the before and after results. I'm not really certain this guy got better. <laughs> but I will cast, if I have clear sight to the zombie that was in front of Talos again, the same one I hit. Yeah, you still have clear sight on him. Okay, so I will cast Sacred Flame at the zombie. And that's that, another save, right? Yes, deck save. Ooh. Negative one. Hell yeah. yeah. Wow, they have negatives. They have negatives on their decks. So he takes eight points of damage. Nice. Eight points. That is the max on <laughs> Sacred Flame. Well, Doctor, describe for me what your Sacred Flame does to the zombie. Um, as I'm looking between Kendra... Now, that's... That's Radiant, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, he had, I know he had no hit points left, pretty much, but... Uh, as I'm, you know, looking between Kendra, the Owl, and Talos, I uh, just ear hole the zombie and turn his upper half into a pink mist. Ermin. I am going to attack... The skeleton in front of me again does a 16 hit. That will hit. Nice. This is with my short sword. Now that's a, one of the zombies. Yeah, so. for three points of damage. Okay. Then I use my bonus action again to use my unarmed strike for 22. Does that hit? That will <laughs> hit. <laughs> what kind of zombies do you think we're fighting? <laughs> we're level one for God's sake. Uh, for three points of damage. It doesn't three get points. through the zombie's plate mail and shield. <laughs> <laughs> so, the skeleton in front of Oust raises up its... Did you go already? Yeah. Okay. Raises up its rusted weapon to attack you one more time. Hopefully... Oh, yes. Oh. 
somebody's going to die. Four points? Oh, that puts me down. Oh, oh. my God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Oust. Don't do it again. <laughs> I know. I can't <laughs> watch. Do you the scream z- as you go down? or The zombie. Do do? <laughs> the zombie in front of Talos must Look make away, a con save. <laughs> oh. What damage did he take? You gave him a lot. Eight, so 13, so he needs to make a... Wait, no, that's, you're talking about the... Oh. No, no, no. no he doesn't get a one. down one, right? What's up? He did radiant damage. He doesn't make one. Okay. Outright. So, the zombie in front of Talos and Ermin needs to make a con save. Ooh. Uh, and you did three points? I think you did three points. Yeah, you did three points. Yeah. So, it's five plus three, so eight points of con. And he slowly starts to rise back up to his feet. Talos. Fuck. Um, dude out. Oust is down. Dude out? <laughs> Oust is down. Out. I gotta, I gotta attack the one in front of Oust. Uh, so again, I'm gonna do Ray of Frost on the skeleton in front of Oust. Uh, that is 20 to hit. That will hit. And five points of damage. And speed is reduced again, but that doesn't matter. Well, that is enough. As your Ray of Frost sails across and strikes the skeleton right in the rib cage. Describe its death for me. Oh, man. He uh, turns into... He basically freezes over and then shatters all over Aust's corpse. <laughs> Keeping it cold. <laughs> yeah. He, Aust is co- uh, covered in, like, this powder of bone. <laughs> I'm a snow cone. <laughs> <laughs> Let me knock the king down on the chess table here. Okay. So you still have one more to go. Aust, I need for you to make a death save. Oh, God. You got, you're good at these now, right? I should be. That was a 12. 12? Okay. So. That's something good. Doctor, you want to go out and throw a couple leeches on Oust? Well, maybe, I will maybe make... Maybe drop a stone on his face? No, I will make my way out of the house, and then um, seeing Oust downed, make my way over to him, and cast Spare the Dying on Oust. Okay. So Oust is stable. Now, is he just at zero, but he's stable, or is he... Yeah, out, yeah we, we would have to do a medicine check or okay. give him something to get him back up, but he won't die. He's just in a coma. Well, it's a good thing okay. I'm on ice already. Yes. <laughs> See, look, we did everything. Yeah, we protected your vital organs. Herman, to your shock, this, this undead creature that you were very confident you just put down back into the grave has started to rise back up and is now once again... Right in your face. Well, I'm going to try to put it back down. Let's do this. But I miss. <laughs> okay. Do you get a second attack? Oh, yeah. Then let me just, yeah, bonus action. And I miss on that as oh, well. Oh, my Damn. goodness. Damn. I'm just too shocked. A for effort. It looks at you as, it, as you, the shock is overcoming you that he has risen up, but he doesn't comprehend that. He just sees that you have feebly missed every time you have tried to attack him. So he tries to punch you one more time. Is that a, what is that? It's a 13. 13. 13. Uh, so 16. That hits. For five points of damage yeah. as you get punched by this undead gloved hand. Kendra slowly starts to crawl her way out. Oh my God. To the front of the steps on all fours. For Oust's pleasure, <laughs> raises her hand and 
spews something out at the undead right in front of you, Ermin. And misses. Shit. Talos. All right. Talos is going to go for one more Ray of Frost. Hopefully it's the last one he needs to cast. Uh, I crit. Oh, oh yes. the hard 20. Back that shit. And you rolled oh. max. Uh, the... uh, 15? That will back that up. Can I use this max damage that I rolled? <laughs> All right. I'll roll again. I'll tell you what. Damage? I rolled a 7. It's fine. Okay. Uh, so... <laughs> That is uh, 15 points of damage. 15 points. You see him go down. Let's see if he makes it back up. It's a crit. He doesn't get to make it. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> He's dust. The rule came up twice. Dust in that. the wind. <laughs> so, as all these creatures expire in front of you, what are we going to do about oust? I'm going to uh, attempt to use... My, um... Does medicine stabilize him, or does it give him a hit point? Please. I, pretty, I'm pretty sure, me, like, I have... Do you have the kit? I think if you have the kit, it gives him some... I points. have an herbalism kit, and an, I have alchemist supplies. Bring him into the house, quickly, before more of them come down the road, please. He is stable, just he's yeah. unplayable. Yeah. Well, we're about to sleep, right? It's, it's in the middle of the night still? That's about, like, 9 o'clock. Oh, Most people go to bed early anyways because, you know, sun goes down. There's only like, two things to do. <laughs> <laughs> go to sleep or yeah, go fight to, zombies. All right, so <laughs> go to bed Ken, one way or the other. As Kendra is screaming, bring him into the house, I will grab Oust and try to drag him back toward the door. And, ooh, with a 19, how far do I drag him? You could make him all the way back into the threshold of the house. All right, I grab him. What are you wearing? Uh, leathers. Leathers and cloak. Okay, so I grab him uh, pretty much underneath the shoulders and start dragging him back into the house. Okay. So as you guys make it back into the house, she's kind of on her haunches next to the doors, and she closes the door, both of them. Quick, take him into, the, into the, one of the rooms in the back. We, we have to give him some rest and help him. All right, bring him to the Isn't study. that right, LSD? I'm unconscious, right? Yeah, like, you, she can't right. say anything. <laughs> yeah, you're unplayable yeah. at this point. You're technically floating at zero. <laughs> All right, uh, let's take him to the let's take him to the study. Okay. So as you guys are in the study, you guys are out of combat at this point. You don't hear any more screeching. No more people are yelling down the road or, or what's going on. Whatever happened seemed to have has isolated itself right at the Lorimore residence. But you know it did come from the north. Oh, okay. That's where the um, the rustlings are, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, I guess we're, let's put a... <laughs> What's that? Oh, the map. It's a beautiful map. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, let's move Oust onto the bed in the study, I guess. I think we just let him rest. I don't I don't think we need to do anything here. Let's I think just, let just him, be leave, leave me. Let him sleep it off. Let me take a yeah. nap. I'm going to attempt to do a medicine check. Oh, this should be great. Way to go, doctor. Here comes the Just to see whatever I can stop. uh, See what I can determine to at least bring him back to one HP so that he can rise on his own like Lazarus. And with a uh, 21. Okay, you pop up. He's at least out of coma. All right. Your eyes flutter open and you see... Standing above you, 
this beautiful plague mask. <laughs> oh, thank you, Doctor. What happened? You died. Again? Yes. <laughs> Near, yeah, the, that's true. The doctor, <laughs> the doctor has a flair for the dramatic. You didn't die, house. Oh, well, so he was pretty much dead. Uh, he, you were definitely on death's door. I spared the dying. Ermin, so you just saw one of your comrades go down. What do you think? Where, where's your mind at right now? I'm going to ask Kendra. Kendra, have, have you seen any of these skeletons roaming around the town? Where do they come from? I, How does this happen? I, I don't know. I've, I've, this is the first time something like this has happened. Just the past couple of days, things have been getting worse and worse. Ever since that, everything's going going crazy around here. Gibbs has been running through the streets, yelling manic things. He's tried to stop my father's burial, and we got got all kinds of of other things going on now. You're talking about strange symbols at the at the Harrowstone Memorial, and then now this coming. Where, where did they come from? Where did they come from? Oust, hold me. <laughs> Not that close. Stop it, you're getting blood on my cloak. <laughs> well, that's happening. <laughs> Hold on, I need to make sure oh, it's happening. Have, don't have any leeches I said, on while me. that's happening, uh, now that Doctor has stabilized Oust and all that stuff with Kendra's happening, um, the Doctor's going to go back outside to investigate the corpses of the zombies. Okay. To learn about them. Okay, so as you go outside to do that, tell me what you want to do to the zombies. Um, hold on. Let me double check. Let I think like it. all three of them turned into dust. So <laughs> one, one did. Well, maybe two. Well, one just like basically exploded from being frostbitten so severely multiple times. The one I hit, I turned into half a corpse pretty oh, okay. much. Yeah, I you, blew you, his top half off. Yeah, so you can investigate the bottom half. Of <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bottom half of a zombie. Um. Yeah. So. Um. So the doctor walks outside and does a medicine check. Okay. On what's left of the blown up corpses to try and determine what's different from the average corpse the doctor normally okay, sees. Okay, sure. And the doctor rolled a 13. 13. As ironic as this seems, these, these corpses should not have risen. They do not have rigor mortis to them at all. In fact, they feel almost very much alive. Like you, the state of decay depicts something that has been in the ground for at least three months on the two zombie-looking creatures. The skeleton looks like it's probably been buried for a couple of years. And you can see that there's sinew between the joints of this skeleton that has allowed it its mobility, you know, as well as its ability to attack you as well. Whatever has, has gone on with these, it doesn't make sense. It defies any type of uh, physics whatsoever. Okay. I will, I'm going to stay out there and just continue to poke at it with my doctor stick as oh. I try and <laughs> understand how this thing being this decayed and decrepit is still fresh. Talos. Yeah, uh, do I have, like, a moment to myself while, you know, everyone else is kind of distracted by 
Well, there's still quite a bit of commotion. The uh-huh. doctor's left the room. Uh-huh. Kendra's looking over oust. Uh, Ermin, what are you doing right now? Are you... I'm trying to help Kendra look after oust and try to get him back up to speed. Okay, so while everyone's kind of looking over this this wooden elf <laughs> <laughs> laying on this sofa, you have the opportunity to back away if you wish or, or do what you wouldn't. Yeah, do. I, I want to back out of the room into the hallway and then... I don't see the doc there, right? No, he's gone out the front door. Okay, um, so I want to use uh, one of the effects of prestidigitation, um, which lets me create a physical, non-magical trinket that can fit in the palm of my hand. Okay. Uh, and earlier I wasn't able to find the key to this book with a scarab on it that had a triangular lock. Uh, I want to use prestidigitation to make what I think would fit it, like a sort of small triangular key in my hand, and then use the 6 to 12 seconds that I have it for to unlock the book. Very good. He deserves a doubloon for using designation. Only if he succeeds. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that he thought out of the box. I gotta see the... Hang on a second. Uh, We broke the DM's game. No, not at all. (laughs) There's a contingency for this, actually. So Talos... Yeah. You want to try this prestidigitation. <laughs> it's a hard word, man. I hate that word. It's such a fucking hard prestidigitation. word. Prestidigitation. Prestidigitation. Yeah, just to open up the, the lock at the okay, very least. Okay, so what do we have for a skill on that? Like uh, on that, that expanded list that I gave you guys for uh, disabling locks or picking locks or something like that? Um, disabled device? Disabled That'll be device. it. Okay, let's go with disabled device. Okay, so go ahead and roll a disabled device check. Okay. Using the the appropriate modifier. Okay. Now is this a soli- this is a solid thing you're sticking in at yeah. this moment? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I tried to mimic the key to the best of my ability. Okay. Wait. The, the, so just so I understand, so this is you're saying unadvantage or disadvantage on it? It's not a disadvantage. Just use your uh, your ability modifier for it. So. But it's, if you have, it's just straight dex. Yeah. Right. It looks like it's straight dex. But if you're proficient in dex. Then you then add, add your, your proficiency. Pl- yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, proficiency is plus two, 15. 15. As you stick this thing in and you start to turn it, it feels like it's starting to go, and then you see the lock begin to bend a little. It actually starts to deform the lock. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to stop because uh, I know we want to give it back. And then... Or perhaps try again another time. Okay. We're, we're trying to give it to someone. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to give them something broken. Yeah. At this point, it's starting to to deform, so you know that it's it's already a little bent at this point. Okay. So. It was a used book. It was like that. <laughs> this, is, this is how I found it, man. I tell you, that professor just doesn't take care of people's <laughs> shit. That's why you never lend him anything. <laughs> He's just a fucktard. Herman, you've watched Oust get resurrected. Kendra appears to be very involved. With him, what are your thoughts for right now? For in the evening at this point, what do you want to do? Um, I'm kind of confused and perplexed at like what just happened, but you know I'm hurting pretty bad and I'm getting really tired, so um, I think I'm gonna call it a night pretty soon. Try okay. To get a long rest in. She looks at you and she could see that you're pretty battered. You got circles under your eyes. You're exhausted. She says. You know, there are several rooms in the back if you wish to, to call it a night. There's my father's room, there's my room is the middle room, and the study is in the 
the far southern, what is that, south, south, southwest, southwestern corner of the house. You're welcome to stay there. Just kind of take the books off the bed. My father left that place a mess. Uh, but if you need to get some rest, that's please feel free to do so. Okay, I'll probably go into the study. Thank you, Kendra. Okay, as you make your way into the study, you notice that that it's got that smell of like an old library. You know, like when you crack open a book that's been in there and the pages <laughs> are all yellow and you, yeah. you it's just uh, a yeah. beautiful smell. I love that smell. And uh, there's just there's books everywhere. They're all opened at different pages. There's no rhyme or reason. There's no chronological rationality behind what he was looking at first versus last. There's books on the bed. There's books underneath the bed. There's books on the armoire over to the corner. He just... Feel free to do what you want in this room. Yeah, I'm just going to move. There's no porn, though. Damn it. No, I was about to say, yeah. I was secretly trying to look for that. <laughs> no, I'm just going to remove the books from the bed and just uh, curl up and try to get a good night's rest. Okay. So you curl up, go down, oust. You're back up a little bit. See this beauty. It's a raven-haired beauty leaning over you. Tell us what he said. <laughs> What, what do I say? To oust? <laughs> no, you see Kendra leaning over you, and she asks with, with, with much concern, Are you okay, oust? You were so brave out there the way you fell and died. <laughs> <laughs> you saw that, did you? <laughs> I don't judge. No, no. Uh, no judgment. Um, ain't but a thing. Ain't, ain't but a thing. <laughs> I, I was trying to hide behind the, the snow pile, but... <laughs> I was just trying to create a distraction. But but thank you for for worrying about me. Yes, please feel feel free to get some rest through the evening if you need and uh we'll talk more in the morning. I, I'm exhausted and Woo. Should we go to bed? I yeah. mean wait, I yes, mean you like should us. go to bed. <laughs> so she heads off to her room. She leaves you on the sofa. <laughs> Make a perception check. <laughs> <laughs> What, to leave me a blanket or not? <laughs> uh, There's wagon fare on the table for ten. you. Ten. Yeah. You hear the soft click of a lock engage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Doctor, you poke these things for about 20 minutes. They have not reanimated whatsoever. So at this point, I'm going to make an arcana check. Okay. To... Uh, trying to determine what reanimated these beings and with a 13 describe how you're how you're checking this give me some description okay so as I'm looking over the body um, I realize they are you know more recently fresh bodies all the sinew and muscles are intact uh, so as I'm poking it, seeing if the muscles will react to any stimuli, um, I notice when I poke one, I see a little spark. Okay. What well, one would someone might call a magical spark? Uh, you would almost initially think it was magical, but having been around death so frequently possibly caused so frequently 
you realize that this this reanimated corpse appears to have been a host to something, some kind of a haunt to a degree. It's like something had invaded whatever this was and had been puppeteering this thing, making it do its its dirty work. Okay, as I determine that, I will make my way back into Kendra's mansion. <laughs> mansion. So quickly claimed. Talos. Uh, now, the evening's starting to, to really get into the late hours at this point. Uh-huh. And you remember several things as you start to recollect this journal that you have in your possession. Do you mm-hmm. remember some of the things in that journal? Yeah, I remember a few things. Because um, I know you wanted to bring some of that stuff up, so. Yeah, uh, I wanted to, well, I wanted to kind of organize the group in the morning. So Talos is probably going to be, you know, pouring through the book or, or the journal, I should say, uh, and really honing in on the Temple of Brasma, uh, which is where the professor was looking for a list of people that died in a fire. And um, I think the professor was also uh, looking to get some supplies from there. So he's, he's like trying to plan out, uh, you know, the, the next day uh, while pouring over the journal. Okay. Just as a correction, the supplies weren't... Oh, the were they... I forget, were they in the... Crypt? There's a false crypt the in the restaurant that has those yeah. particular tools. That the one, was, the, was, the, was the other thing that was in the temple, the... Um, no, no, the supplies were in the crypt. The, the supplies were for um, something to help with the occult, right? To help against like spirits yes. and stuff like that. Okay, so I, I, mixed, I mixed that part up. So okay. it's the crypt. So probably plan out the days that we go to the temple and then then go to the crypt afterwards okay as you are sitting down in a chair reading this eventually your eyelids get tired and sleep finds each of you the night passes unmolested for the rest of the evening everybody wakes up reinvigorated back up to full health I say we're elves we don't really sleep but it's (laughs) probably about well you guys only need to meditate but for the the amount of damage you have sustained (laughs) <laughs> and they don't know that. So as everybody wakes up, you feel a little, little stiff in the joint, but in the joints, but you feel like you can do what, what you need to do. Uh-huh. So the day starts off fresh. You see Kendra's already in the kitchen. She's making coffee. She's cutting up fresh baked bread, putting butter on it, throwing out a couple slices of bacon for everybody to, to recharge their batteries and start the day. Now, you also remember that she had mentioned that there were four places that you guys can go to for research. Right. The, uh, it, was, um, it was here in Lorimer's um, sort of Stud- library and study. study. Right. Uh, I think the temple was also one of them. Um, and then I think the, was it the town hall? After that, I can't remember. The uh, unfurling scroll. Was it the unfurling good. scroll? Yes, yeah. the unfurling yeah. scroll. Okay. I remember I, want, I was interested in going there, but I didn't know. I didn't remember it was for research. Okay. And you have the the entire town at your disposal at this point. Now, because you were able to wipe out these haunts, uh, I don't know if I made this clear at the beginning, but this town is based on trust, and the more trust points you guys earn, the more likely the townsfolk will be to help you. Mm-hmm. 
if you let people die or things go sideways, you lose trust points to the point where they'll probably hang your ass. <laughs> That's what it says. You die. Yeah. Uh, so that does net, that does net you one experience point to have taken out these hostels, which is good because you started off at twenty. Now you're at twenty one, which means that people here are a little more friendly than they were. They were distrustful before. Oh, okay. Moving so, on up. Yeah, moving that, on that, up. That's, that's really important. We are on also the east side. <laughs> now, so the day starts out. You guys have refreshed your yourself. Use the facilities. Come outside. It's a beautiful day for Ustalov, anyways. You know, the, <laughs> the clouds aren't as low as they normally are. <laughs> what are your plans? What do you want to do? Since it's still early in the morning, um, I would like to actually dig into the books or the book that I have in my possession okay. from the chest, which would be the Umbergly Leaves. The Umbral Leaves? Umbral Leaves. Uh, so I would like to take some time before I gather with everyone to kind of read through that. Okay. So you're going to stay here with, with the book then? Uh, for the time being, yes. Okay. Ermin, what do you want to do? Um, I'd kind of like to go check out one of these places to do more research. Do you, any of you guys have a preference of where you like to go? Like the temple or the, the town hall? Um, I have, I'm down for either. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually interested in the Unfurling Scroll. But or, or that one too, yeah. yeah. Okay, so where would you like to go first? Mm, let's try out the Unfurling Scroll. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to make my way over to town hall. Okay, so you guys are going to split the difference? Yeah. Okay. So Ermin and Talos, you guys start heading towards the Unfurling Scroll. It is located at location L on your on your guided map. I thought it was Echo. No. Yeah. The Unfurling Scroll, it's L. Oh, so it's kind of, uh, it's kind of away from everything else. Yeah, Echo is the Temple of Phrasma. Ah, that's what it was. Yeah, it's, it's way up here. Hmm. And you guys are way down here. <laughs> okay. So you make your way up there, and you see down. that this, uh, it looks to be like a school of some type. You see it's got a, a high peak, it's got a bell above it, and the doors are closed. Uh, I knock on the door to see <laughs> if anyone answers it, and if not, I'll check it to see if it's unlocked. A few minutes later, the door opens slightly and you see this uh this elderly man open the door and he says yes what can i do for you well, who are you well, i'm in the middle of teaching a class right now oh we were hoping to attend the class you're far too old to be attending the class and as he opens the door slightly just to kind of give you guys a, a visual of what's going on mm-hmm. you see that there are about eight kids behind desks. Okay, so see you. You said eight kids or like eight-year-old kids attending class. They're eight kids. Okay, like Just Ocho ch- children. <laughs> children. <laughs> All <in the> Ocho. <laughs> Just be like Anakin. <laughs> Just be like Anakin. Kill the younglings? No, 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 no. Not, not yet. This is only episode three. Oh wait, no, that's the episode. Well, I heard that there was a magic shop in town, and I really wanted to uh, inspect it and see see 
what it was about. Look, I don't know what sh- what you're talking about at this time. There's there's really no magic shop. You could try the apothecary, but I I don't have time for this. I'm in the process of trying to. Uh, I use special digitation to make like sparkles fly out of my hand. Oh, that's great. That's great. He holds <laughs> his hand out. He you see this just huge display of lights come out of one hand, and the other hand you see this blast of acid come out of the other, and the kids are behind. Yay! So, thank you, Mr. Gil Rowan. Yay! This yay, wasn't a magic shop, you said? This is a school, you idiot. <laughs> maybe oh. I could teach you later after I teach them, or maybe they can teach you some manners, right? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just trying to really learn about this town, and this seemed like a perfect place to start. Uh, who told you that you could come to the Unfurling School? I mean,. Um, what, uh, make, what makes you think that whatever you're looking for would be here, young man? I'm a close friend of uh, Professor Lorimer, and if I know him, I feel like you would be well acquainted with him How as well. How did you know the professor? Uh, I was a student of his for quite some time, until Where? about 10 oh, years ago. Oh, you were studied at the University of Hofferstadt? Uh, yes, Lippitstadt. What did you say? Lippitstadt. Not Hofferstadt? No. No. Children, we'll be breaking for about 15 minutes, please. And you see them all get up quietly and exit past you out the door. Please. Smoke break. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Come inside and let us have a moment to discuss. As you come inside, he Mm -hmm. pokes his head out, looks both ways, and closes the door. Mm -hmm. Doctor, you're heading towards town center, correct? I'm heading towards the town hall. The town hall. But as I uh, enter into uh, basically downtown, um, the you probably sto- have a better map than I do. <laughs> yeah, the store <laughs> at location H on your map. For I'm sure. interested in that because it okay. was described to me as just a store. Oh. Okay. As you, as you go up towards this store, you notice several things. One of them is that there's the glass windows that that bracket the door have several bottles. They look medicinal in nature. And as you're looking in Hell there, yeah. as you're looking in there, you notice something else. You notice Sheriff Kaler standing right next to the door, looking at you, looking in the window. What are you doing here? I thought you would have left town a long time ago, or at least yesterday. You've only been here a day. Funeral's over. Well, fanfare's gone. What well, else can I do for you? I told you, Sheriff, if, you know, anyone has the heebies, jeebies, ghoulies, shakes, quakes, what? whatever you guys need, I'm here to help. Well, I appreciate that. But what do you need with Jominda? With who? Jominda. Jominda? This is her place. This is her store. What do you what do you need from her? Uh, I need a restock on supplies. You know, since I've been in town helping the professor, my stocks are low. What exactly is your profession again? Doctor. Uh, uh, based on the guild I'm in, it's alchemy slash apothecary. And judging by the potions I see in the window, 
This is my kind of spot. You hear from inside the building. You stranger, please come in, come in, come in. And you see the sheriff look in there, look at you. Well, I guess you're next. And he kind of gets all huffy, chest kind of out, and just kind of walks away a little. And You see him go down about 10 feet to the edge of the porch of the store and just kind of looks off to the distance. Then I will enter the store. As you enter the store, you see that there's all kinds of things. You see there's roots hanging from hooks. You see that there's chicken heads that have been petrified. There's all kinds of other things. There's bottles, there's pills, there's powder, fluids, everything all over the place. There's different symbols hanging, uh, like dream catchers on the walls and stuff. She looks at you and she says, Don't worry about the sheriff. He's just always around in front of my building, and I don't understand why. What can I do for you? Are you new to Ravengrove? You seem somewhat familiar. Have I seen you before? You, you probably never saw me. I, I worked with uh, Professor Larimore. Ah, yes, Professor Loma, yes. He would come in occasionally, but most of the time I dealt with his daughter, Kendra. Yes, so uh, I've been in town dealing with the professor. And um, by any chance, is there anyone else around here showing this as I flash my... Um, Dick? No. <laughs> <laughs> my sigil ring with Caduceus on it. I have not seen one of these in a very long time. I take it you are from the medicinal area of your profession? Yes. I, I take great pride in my healing and alchemic abilities. Oh, I have this, this thing with my elbow. When I move it too fast, it, it really starts to lock up. Doctor, is there anything you could recommend that I could put on this? Have you ever sat... Yes, several and, times. No, have you ever sat in the river when it's cold, especially on a winter's eve? I don't think I have. Well, you, try you, that. You the that? cold she, will help. She starts writing this down. Oh, my fucking elbow. I switch hands and write this down. Totally this, illegible. This poor woman's going to die to frostbite. Yeah. <laughs> I am and, the and, doctor. And you, <laughs> <laughs> I am the doctor. <laughs> Uh, at least it wasn't leeches. <laughs> well, is there, is there anything I could do for you while you're here in town, then? Uh, m perhaps. I'm just uh, exploring downtown. I haven't been out much. Um, I was kept busy by this fool that got crushed by a rock. Oh, oh the poor professor. Professor. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, poor him. But now that I am looking for new work... Uh, just exploring the town and... <laughs> Did you introduce yourself with, I used to work with the professor? This no. poor fool. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, the doctor's a drinker, so. <laughs> But anyway, I, uh, just in this town, in this new town, trying to figure out what I can do. Uh, is best to benefit the town? Uh, well, I can... You know, help while I can while I'm here because I'm expected somewhere else. Well, if there's anything that you need as far as for your components that may assist somebody, please be sure to remember my place. 
Jominda's apothecary. It's easy to remember because Jominda's right to the dwarfa. It's Jominda Fallen Bridge. And if you could, please try to do your best to run interference with the sheriff. I just don't understand why he likes to loiter. I don't understand either. I, I tried to, to help the sheriff. I told him, does any people sick in town or, you know, people need cured of whatever boils and... Shuffled off this mortal coil at some <laughs> point. Pretty much. Whatever the, the people need help with as far as medicine goes. I'm in town. I charge a moderate price. Well, perhaps you might want to see uh, one of the council members about setting up a residency in this place. It could be very profitable. It has been for me. Uh, perhaps. So I've been, you know, taking my options in. Uh, quite frankly, this place has more dead than alive, so. <sighs> I don't know if that's good for my business. I don't want to contribute too much to that. But what council member would I want to speak to? Well, council member Vashian Huthmount, he usually runs the council. But you really want to talk to councilwoman Myrta Straylock. She's a very outgoing, influential upcomer in the council, and I think a lot of people really like her. They hope that someday she might be able to take over Vashian's position at some point. She seems very fair. Oust. You've been left at the Lorimore residence. By any chance, did uh, Kendra unlock the door? She made you bacon. Oh. Well, then I'm going to walk out and get some bacon. But did I learn, uh, doing my reading, did I get any information from the book? Shit. <laughs> Breaking the game. Out, Where's the game. fucking book at? You brought it out. I, brought, I told him earlier. <laughs> right, take, he he, take he, he brought it out for you, man. I actually brought this thing. Okay, what was the book called again? Umbrilli. Uh, Umbrilli. Okay. So what you've been able to discern from this lexicon is that it's a translation into common of the unholy book of Zon Kurthon, which I think I already said that, right? I don't know if you said that, but that just it's not good. Of Anhu Khan? Of Zon Kuthon. And that is somebody that you would have to research. That even though the book has a lot of uh, articulation to it, it, it leaves him very vague. Him, her, it, whatever it is, it's left very vague. And that would probably probably require research at one of those four places as well. Okay. Or at least on the Pathfinder wiki. <laughs> I don't think... Uh, did Kendra give us the Wi-Fi password? <laughs> Guest <laughs> one. <laughs> zero, one. Zero, one. Yep. K- Kendra residence. <laughs> so the rest of... She the rest changed of, the Wi-Fi password. Yeah. So Damn. The rest of your group has left. Kendra tells you that uh, she's going to head in towards town, pick up some supplies. Kendra, do you mind if I join you while uh, I regroup with my friends? That would be very nice of you, Alice. I I would really like the company. You could help spread the word. (laughs) (laughs) So Talos and Ermin, you guys are invited into the unfurling scroll. And he looks at you and he says... 
So you knew the professor. Yes, we both did. Yes. Hmm. There's a huge age difference between the two of you, and you are not the same race. I can imagine that you came from the same circle as each other. Ehrman seems to know a very different professor than I did. Um, and I can't say that is a uncommon story based on uh, the people that I've met recently. Yeah, so I seem to agree with that as well. Seems like he had a different outlook to the people that he's interacting with, mm. who he's had relationships with. Well, setting that aside, what is it I can do for you? The man's already dead. Life goes on, yes? Life goes on, but we have reason to believe that perhaps his death wasn't um, so much an accident as something that happened to him was caused by uh, others. We, we want to investigate that. We want to find out what's going on in Ravengrove. And what makes you say that? What makes you think it was not an accident? The professor... Uh, was worried uh, prior to uh, going out uh, the night he died. There must have been... The professor is an intelligent man. There was there had to be reason for him to be worried about uh, that endeavor. And what proof do you have of that? Uh, I'll produce the professor's journal and then go to the very last entry that he has on 17 days ago. He looks at that... He nods his head and says, very good. You get a plus one to your trust point. <laughs> yes. Ooh. I don't know what that means yet, but I'm just going to be excited. <laughs> so what business would you request of me then, shall we say? Well, I was wondering if, um, if you had anything around here that would be relevant to uh, what, the professor, uh, what the professor did here. What is it you would like to know about? I mean, there's, there's tomes for days. There's scrolls for days. Is there something? Hmm. Are you asking me if you can have access to my library? Well, that would be great. That'd be Oh, wonderful. that would be fine, wouldn't it? Just come on in, right? Do what you want. What if I wanted to ask for something in return? What are you looking for? There's a particular stone in this town, and I'm looking for it. What type of stone are you looking for? Don't worry about what type of stone it is. Just, I want the stone. Just general stone? Hold on, I'm going to find it for you. <laughs> I can bring you a rock. There's a pair of money lenders, the silk purse. They have a particular stone. I don't believe they know what it is but I would like this stone. It looks like a smoky quartz, and I will give you one opportunity to look at the books today. That is all. All right. Um, one. Where can, I find, where can I find these lenders? Well, they are on number J of the map, of course. <laughs> number J. <laughs> Let, J. Letter J. Number J. <laughs> of course. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so he says, and you will do this for me. Yeah. Uh, of course. Yeah, we will. 
I will give you one hour to look. All right. Who's going to look? Uh, I will look. Can he assist me or no? Here's how it goes. Within that time frame, you can look through the, any of the books, reference materials, and other tomes that they have, but you can only do it once per day. Now, with the unfurling scroll, mm-hmm. you will get a plus two bonus to one thing, but I won't tell you till after you tell me what you're gonna what you're gonna research based on the professor's journal. So you tell me what you want to learn, hmm. what you want to research, and I will tell you what you'll get. What, what are the things we could research again? There's, you tell me. Uh, okay. Okay, I tried. The Whispering Way, and I feel like the professor is going to have the most for that. Okay. Uh, and the only other thing I can think of is Harrowstone. Yeah, Unless the, there's something yeah, else. The memorial, yeah. So right. I'm going to do Harrowstone. Okay. Okay, so uh, just roll. That will get you a plus two bonus that for one Harrowstone. Will? Yes. Okay. okay, we got lucky with process of elimination. <laughs> oh, yeah, great. <laughs> keep uh, up the good work. Keep on guessing. Um, all right. I had I got a total of eighteen. Eighteen. Letter eighteen. Now what you'll get is not just eighteen, but everything below eighteen as well. Okay. So with this history check, as you're going through these tomes and you're looking, you and Ermin come across one thing that talks about Harrowstone as the ruined prison that was partially destroyed in the fire of forty six sixty one. And the building has stood vacant ever since. It describes how the locals suspect that it's haunted, but nobody really wants to talk about this building. You also learn that the building was built in 4594. It was founded as a place where the guards and their families could live and produce food and everything for themselves while still being part of the prison. The fire that killed all the prisoners and most of the guards destroyed a large portion of the prison's underground eastern wing but left most of the stone structure uh, basically intact still. Most likely that is what you saw at the southernmost of town when you were at the Restlands, looking down over the town of, of Ravengrove and beyond. And you discover as you're reading through that that the warden had perished in the fire as well as his wife. And no one could explain why she was even in the prison when the fire occurred. But they did construct a statue to commemorate the warden and his guards with those that had lost their lives due to this tragedy. And the statue still stands on the riverbank just outside of town. This is the one we've been to, right? Yep. Okay. I, I think so. <laughs> yeah. I'm just making sure. It sounds exactly it was... like it. Um, I mean, in all of this, do, do we see where the prison itself is located or like which way we would generally have to travel to get there? Are oh, you gonna ask? Tell me what you want to do. Um, so after an hour, he comes up to you and he says, "Well, the time's up." No, thank you. This has definitely been helpful. But if I may ask a question before I go, do, which way is uh, Harrowstone located? To the south. To the south. Uh, so if I just follow the road, we should be able to make it. Yes, but I don't recommend that you travel to that decayed structure. It bodes nothing but ill omen for everybody involved. Duly noted. So are we good? 
Yes, we will get you your uh, Your stones. Yes, you will. By next session. (laughs) Bam. Damn. There's so much left. We've like barely cracked the surface, man. Yeah, there's so many ways we can go from here. I want to get to the the temple, man. What happened on... Epilogue. No, epilogue. On your walk into town, Kendra says, You know, Oust, I'm a little concerned that what we saw attacking our home last night, what if my father comes in the night as well? Could be a possibility. Who knows who's controlling these things? But you're an elf, right? Of course. He may not approve of your kind. (laughs) Rude. (laughs) Guess who's coming to dinner? Did, did I miss the, that happening to your finger? Yeah, just no, now? Oh, bleeding. What happened? Uh, yes. I guess it doesn't Cut his finger. Oh, uh, right up there, man. There's some <sighs> paper towels for it down there. The Shell. Down there, but I don't see. It. I forget where it was. There was one time. There's I can't tissues remember. over there. Charlatan or something. What was? Oh, Xander. Remember Xander? Did he run again? Mm-hmm. No, but yeah. That's a. Yeah, the San yeah, Jose Sharks that, Yeah, fan. that nobody yeah. liked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I remember one time, like I tried to play like a noble. And it's remind me, he's, he's like, well, I'm a rogue and I have whatever forgery kit so I can just forge it, blah, blah, blah. And we're all like, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, I didn't. He was weird. He, the weirdest thing was he always used to try and like white knight on Jess when I was engaged to her. <laughs> yeah. Well, to offset that, John was always a crass <laughs> hey, I'll take the crass over white knighting any day, man. It's like, dude, she said yes. <laughs> it's like you're sitting right here, and he's on the other side, and he's so. Uh, hey, c- could you scoot back, man? You're, <laughs> you're ruining my chances here. <laughs> Stop clocking, cop locking me and your wife. <laughs> Have some fucking Some parameters It's 2019 man. man It's okay to be a cuck yeah. 